welcome to a special edition of State Champs Hang Time. This is a Tuesday edition since we've got regionals going in boys yep. basketball. And obviously we've got a lot happening with girls basketball ending this weekend with the state championships at Calvin College. We are going to kind of divide this up into two podcasts. So we got the boys in here to talk about the boys. We got TJ Kelly, Scott Bernstein, Jeff Dulac. I'm Lauren Plant. Uh, just want to quick uh, give a mention to our sponsors, the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan, also known as BCAM. Coaches, nominations for all BCAM player awards ends April 1st, so do that now. Uh, for more info, go to BCAM.org. Hungry, How- Hungry Howie's Dough Raiser is simply the best and easiest fundraiser you can do for your school, your team, your event, whatever. You sell paper, pizza, certificates, rake in the cash. Go to DoughRaiser.com for details. Please, if you do, tell them you heard about Dough Raiser on the Hang Time podcast. All right, so we got a lot to cover here. That's kind of why we're breaking it up. Uh, and, and first off, you know, before we get into regionals, uh, obviously we had some regional semis last night and some interesting results from that. Yep. Um, first off, it's kind of hard uh, not to start without talking about the carnage that was last <laughs> week. Yes. That was an absolute uh, mind-blowing thing. Would we have four teams out of our Super 10 fall off in the districts? I think we had so. Hazel Park, Canton. Godwin Heights, Canton, and East English Village yep. mm-hmm. all down in the districts. Oh, well, they made a lot, they lost to, to good, deserving teams, you know, and it's one of those things, hey, you play or you got a winner, you go home, yep. you know, and I think that that's one of the beauties of, of, of high school sports. Um, I mean, obviously, we've got March Madness that's coming up and stuff like that, and I think that that's one of the things which is such a big draw in saying, like, all right. And, and and even as we're going through, all right, do I see this team right now because they might not win or how? And just trying to map out where. What shocked going. you the most? To me, it was Godwin Heights going down. Yes. I, I did not see that coming, but obviously, I didn't see a lot of these coming. So, uh, what, what was it? What were some of the real shockers? Yeah, I mean, Godwin Heights losing to South Christian. No disrespect to South Christian, but this was supposed to be a regional final between Godwin Heights and Grand Rapids Catholic Central. Right. And uh, South Christian, I mean, obviously they got the job done, you know. But Godwin Heights was a team that kind of flirted with that number one overall ranking in Class B, uh, and you know they yep. got. I mean, that's a stunner to me. That's that's to me, it's even more surprising than Bloomfield Hills beating West Bloomfield in the district opener last week. Dunk City goes down. Uh, you know, on a you know, <laughs> on a quick aside, you know, when I'm looking at the, some of those teams that we didn't necessarily expect to be gone after the first week, I look at that Hazel Park. Uh, University of Detroit Jesuit game, and I, I'm not surprised that Jesuit beat Hazel Park, but I will say when I look at that game, to me, that game can kind of be a poster child for why we should see the districts or see the state tournament, yep. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't think Hazel Park and, and, and Jesuit should be meeting in, in the first round, and that one of those teams uh, has to be uh, you know, packing their bags and, and looking forward to 2019 uh, on the first day of, of the 2018 state tournament. I just don't think that's fair to what those two teams did in the regular season season right. they both had you know very very good at, uh, regular seasons hazel park was 18 and 2 their only two losses of the season were to clarkston uh, udj won their sixth straight uh catholic league central championship so you know that's a game that you want to see maybe in the regional semifinals not in the district quarterfinals i think that's fair um TJ? seating's be yeah good. oh yeah uh, mm, going back to hazel park and i know we talked about it real quick one thing i like about and, and like you lost to Two Hall of Fame coaches. And I did right. talk to Pat Donnelly the other day, and I brought that up, you know, about Hazel Park. You know, I was like, yeah, they, they lost to two Hazel Park. He, and Donnelly says to me, well, I know Fife is in the Hall of Fame. And I was like, well, you just won six straight Catholic leagues in a row. You've got a state, and a state, got a state title. title. You know, I was like, 
things are on the up and up for you. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, exactly. I, I was like, I was like, you got a couple of years. You're finishing on, strong. Yeah, yeah, you've got a couple of years on me, but I'm sure you've seen how this has played out in the in the past. Right. One thing I look about seating, or at, at when I look at seating, is the teams that are twenty and zero. If you're twenty and zero and you're in Class D versus fifteen and five Southfield Christian, you know, does that mean that Southfield Christian was all of a sudden bumped down? I mean, do you look at how are you evaluating strength of schedule, you know, and a, and a whole bunch of other things? Because there's some teams that are just going maybe they'll just avoid like in, like they do in football, right. where they've got to go get six wins or whatever to make the make the tournament. And right. so I, I kind of look at it. I, I I could see a lot of teams dodging other teams, but how do you dodge? Teams in your own league, so maybe right. maybe you do something like football, and you do have a playoff points or something along those lines that you garner points based on a certain you know um, strength of schedule, you know, and stuff a like certain that. makeup, yeah. a certain criteria, or even if you take all the coaches in each region, because I don't I don't believe in seeding beyond the region, right? Um, right. Take all the coaches, and it's just kind of opinion based. Even though you know, let's say Detroit UD Jesuit is you know. Twelve and eight, or something like that. But if UD Jesuits play a tough schedule, and yeah. you believe they're you know the number two team, they you know those coaches can vote on the seating being higher than a you know a team that's played a much weaker schedule and is sixteen and four, something right. like that. Right. When we when we were forecasting, it, I mean to, to pat ourselves a little on the back here, uh, we did say that we thought that you know Jesuits' height could pose a oh, real yeah. problem for Hazel Park, who didn't really have anyone over 6'3", yep. and they were very, very guard-heavy. They had no traditional big guy. Uh, UDJ has Jalen Thomas, who just had a great game, and uh, you know that, that, that proved prophetic. He, follow, he followed up with that on with a win on, Rene, on against Renaissance, yeah. where you know, he went, one thing to talk about is the, the light goes on for big guys at different, at different stages. You know, it might be when they're 20 years old. It might be when they're 15 years old. The light you know, is the one, on and it is green I mean, for if, Jalen if Thomas right now. Yeah, if you're, if, you, if you're six foot eight and the light goes on when you're 12 or 13 years old, your name is LeBron James. Right. You know, right. I'm just saying that's how, it, that's how it goes, but I mean, it comes along. And not only that, you have to find their passion and their love for the game. Mm-hmm. And Jalen Thomas, all of a sudden, I'm looking around, he's got, all right, now you got a dunk. You know, I see some, I see some fire that's going on. Like, he, like, this is my rim. I'm protecting it, you know, and, and, Hey, all of a sudden he gets to play. You're not play, you get to take the mittens off because so many times as a, as a big kid, or you got to take the gloves off. So many times as a bigger kid, you're always taught like not to pick on little Johnny and do all right. those other things, you know. And so, and then the other thing is, of course, coordination that's come along with Jalen. But yeah, I just like uh, props how to him. I just like how active he is. Without having to score the basketball, he can dominate a game mm-hmm. in the post, whether yeah. it be blocking shots or, or cleaning the glass or just affecting shots with his length. Because he's oh, was he six nine, six ten right now with yeah, with, all, with a, yeah, with a yeah, about six ten, seven. The wingspan oh, way over wing. seven foot. Yeah. yeah. So well, they're going to get another PSL team in Detroit King. They'll meet in the regional final. Uh, what do you think about that matchup? I, I'm King. I'm, King survived a tough district as well. Yeah, they did. I'm I'm claiming the Cubbies. I came close to picking them, so I, yeah. I ain't going off of them now. Um, but you know, King came out of a tough district. I know you know they didn't have to see an East English Village prep because they lost to Detroit Western. But you know they they were in a little bit of a fight with Western in the in the PSL final. I, I would have liked yeah. to seen a stronger outing in the regional semifinals against Farmington. Uh, they it's only true. beat Farmington by ten. Yep. I would have liked to see that score, uh, that margin of victory, be a little wider. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to pick UDJ in this, and uh, know, obviously King's going to give them a game. They've got talent. They got Marcus Gibbs, uh, who's you know one of the better scoring guards uh, in the PSL. But you know, I don't see them. Uh, really challenging uh, UDJ down the stretch. I think this will be a double-digit victory for UDJ. Right. You know, when I when I saw this, you know, potential matchup without seeing, you know, I I think we all kind of assumed it would be like a Cast Tech or a East English in the regional in the regional final. Um, 
I would give you know the PSL school more more of a chance if it was a team like Cast Tech, where a Randy Gilbert can kind of match up with Jalen Thomas a little bit more. I just think kind of like what we said. I think Jalen Thomas is that X factor, and I think with guy you know with a really good defensive core at the you know across the guards and Daniel Friday playing as well as he is. And I Elijah Collins. Not sl- yeah. let's, let's not yeah. look past the the, the two sport superstar yeah, in Elijah Collins, a Michigan State bound football player who's having a great senior season on the hardwood. I, I saw him on Friday and. When they're playing Renaissance, I was like, ah. Oh, and it was the same thing when I saw Gary Solomon when they started making shots. When they made shots early, and all of a sudden I was just like, man. I was like, it's hard to, hard, hard to beat the guy who's not a real strong shooter, and he comes out there, and all of a sudden he's putting points up on the board from the, from the not, and not going to the basket, you know, from that 15, 17-foot range. Yeah. And, yeah, well, but Elijah Collins is, in you this, know, he's, he's playing really well. In this, area, in this era of specialization, uh, where so many kids, for whatever reason, are, are kind of I- ignoring playing multiple sports and just focusing on that one uh, that that one area that they're, that 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 they're uh, you know gearing towards college and whether it be football, basketball, baseball. And I just love to see guys like Elijah Collins that just say, yeah, I'm I'm gonna come out, I'm gonna play basketball. It's gonna be my last season of playing with my boys, right. my last season of playing yeah. organized yeah. Uh, b-ball, and and I'm gonna go all out. And right. I saw it uh, over in Wall Lake Western with with Spencer Brown, who was considering not. You know, the Michigan State commit was considering not coming out for basketball this year. Mark D'Antonio convinced him to come out. He had a, a really good junior season. Yep. Uh, you know, helped them win, uh, win win the district semifinals. Had like a twenty-one point, you know, fifteen rebound game over at Country Day. Colin Demons has come out halfway through the season and has really given uh, Country Day an injection there on the wing. So you know, it it it, it, it to me it bodes well uh, for kids that are. That are uh, going to play one sport to to, to not ignore that that other sport because right. you know you're um, you're you're not just you know you're you're helping the school you're helping the yeah. community you're you're in and it's this is your last your last yeah, opportunity no, and, to go and out again, and play with your friends. Urban Meyer at Ohio State will not give a scholarship unless you play multiple sports. Yeah. Right. So that is uh, it's huge yeah, to get the, that kind of. The other thing that why. Elijah Collins should be the poster child of playing multiple sports. Is when Elijah Collins burst on the scene, he was a part of that state championship team for UD Jesuit. I think just about everybody thought that he was a basketball Collins kid. Was a basketball yeah. player going to college to play basketball? We didn't really know where, but he was going to college to play basketball. He decided to go play football and see what what his options were going forward there. And he got a Big Ten offer. He got multiple Big Ten offers. It was like Spencer guys. Brown was told to play basketball right. by Mark D'Antonio. Yeah, he told D'Antonio, "I'm not. I'm thinking about not coming out this year." And D'Antonio said, "You need to go out for basketball." Well, Spencer Brown is more of a. He came in playing football, but look at guys like Cedric Lattimore from Eastern. You know who's at Iowa right now? Alaric Jackson. Yeah. Like some of these guys. Like I mean, I've like I've had to beg AJ. I'm just like, look, you can play basketball for the rest of your life. You get to protect the quarterback. Right. I was like, go look, go yes. Google that. And, you know, if that doesn't change your mind, you know, the opportunities and stuff like that. But if you get to come along, look at the kid. Uh, what's his name? Scott from uh, was, was at Scotty Nelson. Jesuit. Scott Nelson. Yeah. Yeah. From uh, who's that? I mean, he's going to be a starter on the, as a safety for Wisconsin. Wisconsin, yeah. You know, but he was, hey, you get to be a solid contributor. Wind up winning a state championship. Um, was it 2004-15 um, with Cassius or 16? 16, yeah. Um, you know, with, with on that on that Cassius Winston team. And, it, yeah, it does speak volumes. And then you also look at Detroit King. Detroit King's got multiple guys that yep. play football and basketball. Oh, yeah, what's what's his name? The running back. The great, 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 oh, great yeah, running Dennis back. Norfleet. Norfleet. Dennis Norfleet. He was a great player. Yeah. In fact, he took them far. Yeah, I uh, mean, it was his part-time sport. 
Yeah. You know? There's I mean, so many you can jump out of the gym, yeah. man. There's yeah. so many reasons, there's so many positives to, to do that. And 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 when you when you when you do a cost benefit analysis and, and you list them, uh the the pros, you know, there's there's so many pros and and you know, there's not a lot of cons. So Especially I don't really see, you know, what the what what okay. the what the drawback Especially is. Especially in an era of pay to play. That's the last thing I'll say but Yeah. Yeah. Like, Get, you, get the bang for your buck playing high school sports that way. All right, let's move on. We uh, we tend to digress a little bit, but it's all good. <laughs> yep, you know, yep. exactly. Hope I feel strong. Saying, I feel strongly on that specific yeah, yeah, issue. No, exactly. It's good. Talk about seating, talk about you know, all that stuff. It's good stuff. Uh, Foster Lawyer found his way back into the Clarkson lineup. Magically. Oh, We're a little bit behind the curve uh, uh, yes. these last couple uh, know, episodes of, of hang time. I know. Uh, because, you know, uh, two weeks ago, we were talking about them, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, a second after the show ends, he's hurt. Then last week, we're talking about him missing districts because right. that was the word on the street. Exactly. Turns out that wasn't the case. Came out, was just gangbusters in the district. Yeah. He's back at full strength. And last night, what they did to Troy yeah, It's was like watching Clarkston shocking. play right now yep. with with with. Foster quarterbacking that team from the point guard spot. It's like a well-oiled machine, like a pristine sports car yeah. with just a you know a jacked-up engine that's just you know yes. uh, muscling people. I know they're rolling, and again they're so deep, and they've been able to play other guys. Uh, because of either huge leads or whatever, so guys. Well, he Dan it, only it, played uh, basically five and a half uh, okay. uh, last night. Uh, he right, I, I, mean, I mean, I mean, right, exactly. I mean, generally for because of some yeah. of the injuries. Um, yeah. Well, well they have they have a lot of talent on the yes, bench. There's they no do, question. They do. They've got Orchard Lake next. Should yeah. be an intriguing match. Yeah, I saw. I saw that game. Um, they played it? in December. It was a you know a twelve point victory for for Clarkson. It was one of those games that kind of stuck at 11, 12 points the whole game. Um, St. Mary's could never get it into single digits, but St. Clarkson better now. Never uh, yeah. pushed it into you know yeah. uh, pushed it to, to 15, 16 points. You know St. Mary's is a little top heavy. They got two really good players in in, in Lauren Bowman, the sophomore sensation in the backcourt, and Caden Priestcorn, uh, the quarterback who took yep. St. Mary's to the state championship on the gridiron, and right. is just as you know was equally uh, dangerous uh, as a basketball player in, in the front court. Um, I wish they had that third third wheel or that 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 third player right. that could 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 cause some problems. And Jordan uh, Duncan to step up in a bad yeah, way. Yeah, Jordan Duncan hit a couple free throws against Rochester Adams in the in the final seconds to, to seal the victory. You know, he's long, you know, he's a kid that has the ability to play college basketball. Uh, I think if 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 St. Mary's is going to hang with Clarks in this game, Duncan's going to have to go for uh, double digits. Um, and they're going to have to lock it down on defensively. Yeah. Yeah. Not give up those dagger threes. Uh, and that's tough to do. It is tough to do. You know, they will poison. go inside. There's yeah. no question about it. Foster right. is just, um, you know, no matter yeah, he's so good. what, no matter what day of the season it is, you're getting the exact same thing from him. Whether it's the first game of the season, last game of the season, whether it's uh, a meaningless Tuesday uh, game in in the OA Red Play against the, against the bottom feeders, or it's the you know the regional semifinals versus uh, Troy, uh, you know you're getting a hundred and fifteen percent. You're getting someone that is just you know polished and and just you know a scintillating. You know he's a he's a scintillating. Performer. A lot of adjectives. Well, he he is. I mean, there's not, there's not, I know. There's not a, there's not enough. There's not enough superlatives <laughs> yes, to, to speak it. about Fossler. Now, had, what he had nine three pointers in the yeah. district finals last night yeah. against Ad or against uh, Troy. He had twenty three points, eight assists, seven uh, rebounds, four steals. Yeah, he does it all. It's crazy and. What was his official diagnosis? Did we? Did they? I think originally they thought it was a, a partial, partial tear, tear meniscus. Yeah. They had a, a reevaluation last week, and they said it was just a, a, a deep 
uh, a deep knee bruise. Like and Mr. Miyagi bruise. came out. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, exactly, got him ready for the crane. <laughs> hey, can you do that thing? Can you do that thing? Crane. I just have, I've never <laughs> seen a, a high school point guard that is as intelligent and as efficient as Foster Lawyer is. Um, yeah. All right. He's he is. There. He's someone that you know can drop thirty on ten shots, yep. eleven shots. Uh, that's, he's gonna. That's something he's gonna you can say about Lauren Bowman, who's gonna go against yeah. tomorrow night or about well, Wednesday night. And you're kind of seeing, you know, the best point guard in the state now against somebody who could be the best point guard in the state two years from now. Yeah. He's not, but Bowman, I don't, you know, Bowman has a chance to be one of the of the best guards yeah. in, in the class of 2020. There's no question. I don't know if he's a true point though. No, he's not. A true he doesn't point really like look to is. distribute like Foster does. But in terms of a role. scoring guard, yeah. Lauren Bowman, it, you know, is the real deal mm-hmm. without yeah. doubt. I think I think sometimes it's the role that the role that you're put in, you know. Um, I mean, I look at look at a kid like Wendell Green, for example. Yep. You know, Wendell Country Green. Day. I mean, he he gave the, he was given the, the the keys to the car last year as a freshman. I mean, he's only just fitting into that seat a little bit. I mean, that, the chair is adjusted, you know, and it's not going anywhere, you know. I mean, as as a sophomore, and so you know, he's another one of those guys as uh, as a as a scoring guard. But what's looked upon him as a, as his coach, you know, what what they yeah, need from when- him. You know, and Wendell, I mean, he could carve it up and get in the in the middle, but he's also hunting his shot a lot of the time. All right, so I, we'll, I, we'll, I like we'll, we'll, I like Wendell's we'll, playmaking ability. We'll, Wendell can pass a we'll little bit better than Bowman. We'll talk about that when we get to Class B. So yep, yep. Uh, we're going to finish up the first segment here. Let me just talk about Bowman real quick. Oh, yeah. He had 22 points um, against Adams in the regional semifinals. He had 16 in the first half. He had six three pointers. So you yeah. know, Bowman, you know, is uh, is as advertised. Yes, he is. Mm. Well, they're going to need him. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I, and, uh, yeah. I'm repeating I, myself. I, I, but I would let, it'd be great if they had a shootout. I think that'd be awesome. They I just, think Clarkson would need somebody to push them mm-hmm. just to kind of, you St. know. St. Mary's just, I, I just, yeah. I worry about their lack of depth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Because yeah. outside of Priest Corn and Bowman. They'll learn a lot from this year. They're, they're like, yeah. they're like a two right. and a half right. headed monster. Right. I'll, I'll give Duncan kind of half a head. And uh, they just don't have a lot of other players that can put the ball in the basket. Well, let's finish uh, with Holland, West Ottawa, and Muskegon, both teams uh, getting together on Wednesday for the regional final. And, um, you know, I would say a, a good chance beyond that to be this, playing uh, at the end. This is the West Side's best shot of the state. Yeah, well, I think what I think I finished with West Ottawa, number nine, and Muskegon, mm-hmm. number 10. I want to talk one of, about one of the better multi-sport athletes and that's drew drew bozma who's yeah. going down to uh play baseball, baseball in miami of ohio but i mean he's a scholarship basketball player if you want to i'm not sure if he also plays football but i'm you know i mean if you have an opportunity to play in multiple sports in college you know but going back to bozma in, in for this upcoming game uh tomorrow against muskegon uh, west Ottawa has had muskegon's number the last last few well ever since the deshaun thrower deontay davis years mm-hmm. um do I see West Ottawa pulling this one off? I do, um, just because they play in such a cohesive unit with a whole bunch of seniors, and everybody knows what they can get from each other. I don't think it's necessarily a hard team to coach, and I'm not taking anything away from Muskegon. I just think maybe you have a little bit more more balancing that's needed um, from Muskegon, where you also have some guys that are still young as juniors. Yep. Um, Billy Roberts, who is uh, their guy down in the post, is a sophomore. He's and a Billy, load. you know, talking and, about multi-sport can, uh, yeah. athletes. Uh, Billy Roberts is a defensive end. I, I blogged yep. about him uh, for uh, my Bernie's Bites blog on StateChampsNetwork.com. Yeah. He is a sophomore that's starting to really get a lot of traction. Man. Is recruiting as a defensive end, and he's a kid that will most likely play power conference football. Yeah. But he's a very good basketball player. Yeah, I mean, well. he's just a he's just a natural like like he moves fluidly as a lefty and stuff like, he's like that. A Mike Fle- he's like a Mike Fletcher, and he smiles and. He 
he's but the thing is like where Mike Fletcher is can can come out there and kind of have like some intimidating you know aspects. Billy Roberts is out there like smiling at you at like six <laughs> foot five, two hundred thirty five pounds, almost like a puppy. Like this is fun. Can we go jump in the porcupine? You know, <laughs> in with the porcupines again? You know, and I, and I think that that's how Billy is. You know, at the same time, whoever's he's dragging up and down the court. It's like man, what's, like it, it's just like insult to injury. You know, because this guy's smiling the entire time, and he's more than like he's often on the winning side. But I think that Billy can be the inside force that maybe. West Ottawa doesn't have and won't be able to counter with, um, and I think that that might be the opportunity for Muskegon to pull up. Yeah, it's over. also when good coaching really steps up to, yeah. The, yeah. to the front. You know, Keith yeah. guy exactly, yep. and, you, and yeah. you, you figure out game plans, and you've been here and done that before. Probably another future Hall of Famer. He there. is yes. that guy, and, yes. and a, a strong possibility for the winner of this game that East Lansing is going to be waiting on the other side of that for a, potentially for a trip. To the Breslin and a great job by East Lansing putting the distractions aside. You know yeah. they lost their head coach Steve Finnamore yeah. you know, the last week of the regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, he stepped down, and they've uh, you know they've 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 rallied and uh, you know kind of come together and used it as a calling cry. And they're playing some really good basketball right now. They, really they can't are. get. We had a. They were one and one against Okemos. Yep, that, that's so, the team that they play. That's, so this is who they're going to play on Wednesday. So yep. hey, one one game at a, one game at a time. Uh, for them, but yeah, East Lansing is playing well, and it's good to see. They beat a nineteen and three Kalamazoo Central team by what was it, forty three points? Yeah, or thirty three points. I'm sorry, yep. but regardless, that that's no easy feat. You no, know, the Kalamazoo Central's legit, and yeah. for East Lansing to do that, that's impressive. Yeah, Brandon yep. Johns is legit. You yeah. know that. Right, you know, right, he's, right. Rolling, he's, a t- he's a tough news. matchup. Tough on right. his back. There's no doubt about it. All right, uh, and by the way, his highlight videos floating around out there too. Oh, cool. If you want to watch it, cool. Brandon yeah. Johns. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's, it's, it's 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 good viewing. It's got some it's old school beats on, on there too. Yeah, yeah, memory, no, yeah, memory serves me correct. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. All right, all, right. all right, so we're gonna take our first time out. When we come back, we'll talk about Class B, C, D, and we'll kind of wrap it up. Uh, this special uh, Tuesday edition of Hang Time Podcast. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Fundraising should be fresh, flavorful, and simple. We have the perfect solution at Hungry Howie's. Dough Razor. Your team or school can sell paper pizza certificates that can be redeemed for one medium pizza at participating locations. We've been doing this fundraiser for about four years and it's the easiest and best and most profitable fundraiser they have in Michigan. Go to doughraiser.com to learn more and sign up. Your next fundraiser comes with flavored crust. Welcome to Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. Coaching basketball is a rewarding and challenging pursuit, but you don't have to do it alone. The Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan are here to support you. BCAM is the largest coaches association in the country with nearly 6,000 members representing college, high school, and middle school ranks. Members have access to drills, clinics, job opportunities, and it's the only way to vote for our annual awards, including Mr. and Miss Basketball. Join today by visiting bcam.org because better coaching always matters. All right, welcome back to Hang Time, special Tuesday edition, uh, regional championship edition. That's kind of what we're previewing here. And, uh, of course, next week uh, we'll really break it down. We'll have, uh, you know, we we'll already have the quarters in the books yep. when we get together, so we'll preview the semis and finals. We'll, we'll try to get Tom in here for a, for a five-man Yeah, that'd be preview. sweet. Absolutely. Speaking of Tom, we will have a second podcast. So the second podcast will talk about everything happening with the girls, uh, preview the semifinals. Tom Markowski will participate in that via his voice 
and uh, uh, Jeff and I will will also join. And Scotty's going to come in, and we're going to do that tomorrow. So that'll come out uh, Wednesday, yep. uh, and uh, so you can check that out. And we'll also have our B Cam segment with Dan Young in that particular show. So uh, I think what we'll do is we'll just kind of put Dan Young in between yeah. to break it up. So uh, all right, so that's what's happening. That's what's happening. Here's what's happening is we talked about A previously. Now we want to get to B. One of the games that uh, uh, we are going to be at meeting state champs is going to be the uh, New Haven Country Day game on I'm Wednesday. excited for that game. Yeah. yeah so you've got an undefeated New Haven team who, you know, we haven't really super hyped up here. I mean, it's probably good they're under the radar. We kiss a death to so many others. Yeah, right. uh, but uh, I don't know if a lot of people know this. Romeo Weems was right. at Country Day for one day. Yes. First day of his freshman year, he was at Country Day, and then, uh, and the, he's the, all about USA basketball and yeah. all that stuff, yeah. right? The Romeo, commute, just, I mean, the, just to give people yeah. context, the commute just ended up being too much of a deal, and ended up going to his home school. Right. So. And Country Day was a team that we that landed on our radar about midway through. All of a sudden, you know, we were like, mm, Country Day this is is, the, is the, the, starting the, to play. Like, it's like uh, what's old is new. Yeah, exactly. Country you know, Day it's, is getting it's, back to being. Country what's yeah, new is was, old, and what's old is yeah, new. Yeah, the last time we really talked about Country Day, Ray McCann. Callum was leading the point. Yeah, or so, Edmund Sumner. Ooh, and yes, years. This yes. is like the uh, 2012 uh, Country Day crew. Uh, right. You know, with uh, you know Kurt Keener at the helm, but, so it, but Mark Bray's doing yeah. a great job. You know, getting that program uh, back in tip-top shape, and they're playing great basketball. They got a. We talked about it, I think, uh, on the last podcast. That you know, they've got a great um, crop of young talent led by Wendell Green, the point guard. They got five freshmen on the varsity led by Julian Roper, and then they just got Colin Demons, uh, the senior All-American football player that you know was committed to UCLA. Now his recruiting's back open, but you know he's got Michigan, Michigan State. Um, you know, coming after him, we'll see where he lands. But him coming back at the wing, he was their leading scorer, I believe, last year at like 14, 15 a night. He didn't play the first couple weeks of the season or first month of the season, came back, I believe, mid-January and um, has done a really good job of uh, augmenting uh, green in the backcourt, uh, or should, I should say uh, augmenting in the front court what they're doing in the backcourt. Right. Talk about New Haven. I mean, undefeated this season, been number one. They've held that, that mark. Yeah, I mean, the defending Class D, Class B champions. Yeah, you know, I mean, Ashton Sherrell is one of those guys where, at six foot seven, six foot eight, um, I know that he's got a lot of D two interest. Like some Division ones are starting to come around. Um, my thing is, don't wait until the Breslin Center, like you did with right. Eric Williams, and all of a sudden there was some mad panic. You know, Ashton Sherrell. I mean, he's a qualifier. I mean, he's got good size. I think he can be one of those guys where. You put him in Romeo, you're not going to get there. Not a lot of rebounds that are going to be out there. So if you're playing them, you have to. Country Day is going to have to be very efficient when they're scoring the ball, um, when they're when they're playing them. Because you got, uh, I think, Tavares Oliver, Oliver uh, who, you know, who's a solid bigger guard for, for uh, New Haven. And th- will that cause a little bit of an issue, you know, as far as on the perimeter for Country Day? It could. But New Haven it, always has size and length. It seems like yeah. ever since they came onto the scene. Now, there's a year where I think their smallest starter was six six. You know that was two three years ago. Right. Um, right. So yeah, I mean, that was know, like con- one of the Harrises. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Country Day's got size, but they don't necessarily have bruisers. Right. Right. Or well, traditional and young, post. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Colin, Colin Demons is going to put in yeah. that football mentality. Right. Yeah. Well, they right. need Demetrius Besides Champion Demons. to step yeah, yeah, up yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah Demetrius yeah. Champion's going to have a big game. Yep. yep. But that, that's a very intriguing game. A game that I don't think we really saw at the beginning of the year. Either a happening or b being this intriguing as it is now. Well, it's good I to see the country day as a young group. Right. You know, I mean, we talked about Wendell Green earlier. You know, Wendell Green's got a lot of leadership skills, yeah, which I think is important. I mean, 
the heart of a lion, you know, and I think that when you start, when you're that young and you can lead by example, you know, other guys want to, they're falling in step, you know, real quick, you know, and, and, you know, Julian Roper is one of the better freshmen at six foot three, six foot four, and he's not missing a beat as a varsity player. And I don't think it would matter where he's playing. And he's one of those guys in time where, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about him being in where Michigan and Michigan State are, being, are recruiting him. Right. Um, do I still think that they might be a year away uh, yeah, from probably. really making a from really making that trip? New Haven and, I, and again, like so much experience, you know, for making the trip last year. Um, that that they should win this. They they should win this game. Yeah, but, but so. Wendell can do so much. He's he's the, he's the type of point guard that is fearless. He's ferocious. He's tenacious. You know all the superlatives, and uh, he's a guy that can you know get in the lane and do a lot of damage. He finishes at the rim. He can shoot the three. Like I said uh, on our last segment, he can play make. He's a guy that when he gets in the lane, you know he can just as easily score in traffic than he can you know give a no look pass uh, to to one of his teammates. And uh, he's a guy that like like TJ said, he has the heart of a lion. And you know that type of X factor play. He's only a sophomore. You know, you never know. He's got he's got that Romeo Weems swagger. So, although I do pick New Haven, don't uh, don't dismiss the fact that Wendell could go for a thirty spot and, and keep Country Day in that down the stretch. The winner Absolutely. of that will play most likely who in the quarters? Uh, the Bridgeport Flint Powers game uh, winner. Uh, Bridgeport only with one loss in the season, um, and that was early to Lansing Everett in the first game of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Bridgeport. I think that they're really happy to be right here yeah. where they might not have the same. And, of course, everybody's looking to win the state championship sure. and make it to the Breslin Center right. and stuff like that. Yeah. I just think that there might be a difference of, like, New Haven's vision. Um, and if Country Day winds up, if Country Day and Bridgeport wind up playing each other, then in the final, then or excuse me, in the quarterfinal, then that's, I mean, flip a coin. Yeah. You know? Get after it. So, hey, that's what, it, that might, that's what it's about. But, yeah, there are a ton All of right. good matches. What about Redford and Loyola? I mean that's a, that's a regional final that I'm looking well, for. Oh, Redford, Redford plays Rouge. Sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't. Yeah, mean, old, yeah. I meant, old Redford. I meant old Redford. Yeah, yeah, yeah old Redford yeah. and uh, and Rouge. And I didn't Rouge, mean, yeah. yeah. I apologize. Yeah, well, um, Loyola's are down in. Uh, I know uh, old, old Redford. Old Redford is Loyola's in C, right? Loyola's in C. Yeah, yeah sorry, yeah, I meant yeah, yeah. Uh, Rouge and, and they play uh, Depso. Yeah, Rouge and Redford, yeah, and right. then uh, I'm also excited for Depso. Old Redford had a message for TJ after they beat Henry Ford last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've flown. That's how I make my choices. You right. know, yeah. I, I, yeah. I got a goldfish in wherever they want to swim into whatever bowl. You know, that's what that, that's, I think that's the team yeah, that we I had those highlights on state champs, the uh, old Redford game and uh, yeah. Henry Ford with, game. With so. that being said, from that game, Scott said himself, like, while Henry Ford was, was favored and rightfully should have been favored. You know, it, this season still is a disappointment for Old Redford if they didn't make it to the to the Breslin. They don't make the, a long run with the amount of talent they have, they have on that team. So it's not yeah. like Henry Ford lost to, to a nobody. That's yeah, and they a had really a strong run to start the season, right. and then they just wound up hitting a a slide where they lost to Chandler Park Academy, and then that what they lost to Skyline. You know, and then they you know then they have a couple of other hiccups. You know, they lost to Hazel Park. You know, so it's not like their losses are bad losses. Right. You know, I mean, Chandler Park is a lot better. They'd probably be yeah. one of the better yeah. teams next year. Yeah. You know, Rocket so. Watts was playing well. Yes, yeah. yeah. And, and when he's he was playing well, he was drawing, and then he was feeding inside, and they were getting. And they got yeah. the, talk they about got dunk the, city. Yeah, they got the inside outside yeah. combination yeah. with Watts and Isaiah yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you got and Andre Polk was the surprise, yeah. probably in that game uh, versus Henry Ford, because all of a sudden, you know, he's making jump, jumpers, and his college coach is sitting right there, and was like. 
I don't remember him making jumpers. And, I, you know, I was like, well, he is now. Yeah. He's you know, he's, the coach was like, oh, man, he's only a sophomore. You know, that's not yeah. good, for, that's not good for, for my chances of getting And, and Redford doesn't, you know, Redford's young, too. Yeah. yeah. See, yeah. A what, lot of juniors and sophomores. What intrigues me about this game is we had the question about River Rouge after they played Southfield Christians. Do they have that yeah. go-to scorer that can keep up, with a, keep up with a team that scores a lot? Yeah. Old Redford has a team that can score a yeah. lot. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see if, A, Rouge's, you know, Patented defense can shut down, or maybe not. It's going to shut down. I think more control the yeah. control the pace of the right. game. Right is what I'm in, and that's what I wanted to also mention with King. You know, they could control the pace of the game, and that's why they didn't beat Farmington by 25 because they don't beat teams by 25 when you're only scoring 50 in a game. You know, you only need that many points to win, and I think that that's what Rouge can kind of, and it might cause some problems with with Old Redford if they're not able to get up and down the court, kind of take them out of their pace, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, you, you know you get you get to control what you what you want to control, and not only that, Rouge is deeper than Old Redford. Yeah, yeah. Freeman, so, Freeman, Freeman, Torrance, few, few, yeah, yeah, Parish, yeah. I mean, there are quite a few. Yeah. Colvin, but it'll be it'll be a game to see, that's for sure. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. We'll see how that one. Talking shakes about out. freshmen, let me just throw out one name: Farmington point guard Jaden Akins. Yep, yep. One of the better freshman point guards I've seen in a while. He's got uh, size. He's got swagger. A uh, guy that's about six two, six three. He can shoot. He can distribute. Um, you know, really nice talent over there uh, in, in OAA land. Okay. You know, one Class B game, um, I think we all believe the same thing is going to happen, but you can't help but be intrigued by Grand Rapids, Catholic Central, and South Christian, considering South Christian knocked off Godwin Heights. South Christian is not a team that I've seen. I think the last time I saw them, there was a, uh, the all-time leading scorer over at Cornerstone now okay. um, in, 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 in the IA. He's a good athlete and won himself a championship mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But South Christian, they've got a lot of guys that are – they do it by committee. And they're only sophomores and juniors or mainly juniors. Um, I'm looking at Luke Schroden, Schrodenbohr, you know, who was their leading scorer last night. Um, and when you can go out there and you can kind of surprise some people if you don't have that, right. anybody that you can really key in on – key in on. Um, I think that the problem with South Christian is they're going to have to key on Marcus Bingham. And Marcus Bingham, you talk, want to talk about the light going on, like he's had the skill and all of a sudden he's like, you know what, I can go get 28 whenever I want. Right. I can go get 30 whenever I want. Uh, and now they, that Godwin Heights is out of the picture. Yeah, I mean, their know, their path they, is they, looking pretty good. Yeah, they've just got to play well. South, Christian, well. South Christian's win over Godwin Heights was such a, a, a shock, but it, it – when you look at the grand scheme of Class B, that threw Class B for a complete root loop. When you look at Henry Ford was out, you know, two yeah. days early. Yes. So you look at that; that was just a huge stunner. And you look at Class B, the the outlook of Class B in just a matter of you know forty eight hours changed in a hurry, which and is I, which I, is good. Parity well, is beautiful. It's, it's awesome. And I expect uh, di- uh, over from the Catholic League. I expect Dearborn Divine Child to be in the quarterfinals. Yeah. Um, Quinn Blair uh, and and uh, that squad. I, I you know. It's you know kind of quiet because when you look at the Catholic League, you're always looking at the Central. You're looking at UDJ. You're looking at De La Salle. You're looking at Orchard Lake St. Mary's Catholic Central. Maybe you aren't talking about Divine Child basketball, but they've had you know, a couple really good football seasons the last couple of years and have made yeah. deep runs. And uh, you know I expect uh, this year uh, Quinn Blair to, to to take DC um, into the quarters. It is a, it is a tough. Uh Tough quarterfinal matchup for them, you know. Regardless if it's Rouge or Old, Old Redford. Redford, they have to get past um, Flat Rock, right? Yeah, they the have to get Flat finals. Rock in the regional final, and they'll meet the winner of Rouge and Old Redford. Well, on the rundown, Jeff wants to talk about Glen Lake and yeah. how they have performed. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they have uh, they won in in fine fashion 
uh, versus the the M M&M and M schools, McBain and Manton. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, Only two, one two loss. Two really good year. Class C teams. Yeah. It, they, but um, they handed it to McBain. Yeah, they did. You know, I was. I mean, I mean, and you look at the only team that they've lost to is Buckley. Yep. You know, who yeah. is almost looking like one of the favorites they wound up playing Southfield Christian yeah. class D. Yeah, um, Tim, in, in, Tim, in class D. Tom Markowski liked Saw Buckley and yeah. liked how they played. But yeah, there's a kid, Xander Okerlund. I mean, he's 6'3, six, 6'4. Six um, well, let's say 6'4. I mean, he's 6'3 and a half. I imagine he didn't get any shorter. And I mean, I hope, I mean, this kid isn't even shaving his mustache yet. So, I mean, if he's, if he's working on his Jason Priestley sideburns, you know. Right. So, uh, but yeah, uh, Xander Okerlund, I mean, he's, he's a kid that can really go out there and. At six foot four, you know, and I'm not saying nothing against playing, you know, further up north, but you don't find guys that are six foot four playing the guard position. And they've got some other pieces on that team, but Xander is, let's say this, they're primed. If they don't make the Breslin this year, they're primed to make it next year because they're only going to get better. Yeah. And so, you know, as a cohesive unit, everybody gets along. You know, it, let's say you get to learn all K was a KYP. Know your know your personnel, yep. and so uh, I think that that's one thing that they'll want to learn in just through experience. McBain went into gaining Mon- through experience. McBain went into Monday night's game with a nineteen and three record. Uh, Glen Lake 20, 21 two after the win, and Mc, Glen Lake beat McBain sixty six thirty two. McBain yeah. was a team that was pretty high up in TJ's rankings. Yeah, um, I think at multiple times this season. Um, and for Glen Lake to, to win like that is is really impressive. They play Whitmore Prescott um, in the regional final on Wednesday. Whitmore Prescott is um, eighteen and five, and then they'll end up playing uh, the winner of a Upper Peninsula regional final, Iron Mountain and Calumet, if they get past Whitmore Prescott. Um, the Copper Kings. But Glen Lake Glen yeah. Lake is looking pretty good for a trip to the Breslin Center. Or that whole conference that you're talking about, like with McBain, like McBain, Frankfurt, Buckley, uh, Glen Lake, Manton, like they all played each other, you know, throughout yeah. the, you know, and they're all up near the Traverse City area. Yeah. But they've, they, but they all got to play against each other, and I think that that kind of toughened them up, yeah. you know, in, in the in the in the toughest way that they can be, you know, yeah. against their competition. But they make obviously they're they're making it done. I mean, especially yeah. if you get Buckley and let's say a Glen Lake that want to make in the to the Breslin, that yeah. speaks volumes for your competition. No doubt. And how about your boys, Dollar Bay? Dollar Bay. <laughs> I was thinking, when yeah. I was looking at the <laughs> yeah. scores last hey. night, yeah. I saw Dollar Bay one. I was thinking of TJ walking into Breslin with the Dollar Bay yes. t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely going to start. I think I started, started following Dollar Bay on Twitter. But, yeah, um, if, if I can get an FB, that'd be great. And so I could yeah. DM, so that I could DM you and maybe get one of those those cool T-shirts. Otherwise, start I might have to. calling it Cash Money Central. Cash Money Central. Right, right, right. But, yeah, you, you never know with these kids either, you know. Yeah. No, the, hey, those things might wind up going bi- Wayne viral Bird, or something like that. Get Little Wayne and Birdman you know? to, to uh, hey, sponsor take, them. All, all it takes is one Miles, Miles Bridges <laughs> to put on the Dollar Bay shirt, and all of a sudden everybody in the world's going to want. You know, you know, Wait, it'll quick, be a good quick, fundraiser. Quick yeah, flashback. I recall, I uh, I don't remember which one of the three straight state championships that uh, Southfield Christian won, but I recall the richest man in the NFL, or soon to be the richest man in the NFL, Kirk Cousins. I recall him sitting in Breslin Center with a Southfield Christian t-shirt rooting on the Eagles. I believe his girlfriend had some type of affiliation with Southfield Christian, but we can get Miles Bridges to come out and kind of do a Kirk Cousins and, and put on a Dollar Bay shirt. Right. Well, hopefully they're like still a, a throwback to when I'd, uh, I'd Cousins like, was wearing the, the green and white. I'd like to ask Miles if he's ever heard of Dollar Bay. <laughs> yeah, or I mean, we could I, stay I, with I, the quarterbacks, have Brian Lewerke yeah, come. Yeah, have Lewerke come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Throw Rock it. Yeah, I, well, let's say this. I mean, there's a lot, I'm not sure that I bet know, I could get Dollar Cody Bay. White to do it. Right. I bet I could too. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. get him and Sheldon, his dad. Yeah, yeah exactly. Both were Dollar Bay's. So now, what's Dollar Bay's path? 
Ballard Bay. From here on out. Ooh. Uh, they would have to play UN Trout Creek. UN Trout Creek just lost. Okay. Um, and I was talking about Jake Witt earlier, who was going to Michigan Tech, who I thought would have been cool. Uh, but they've got Carney Nadal. Um, they do. They do. In the, in the, they do, excuse me. Uh, in the, get it right. In Wednesday. Yeah, I'm working on that. <laughs> That's kind of like Oki Mos. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, they're either going to get the winner of Cedarville Brimley in the quarterfinals. Um, and then if they want to continue, and then they would get Southfield Christian. Um, in, in the, the in the semifinals, so Dollar Bay Southfield Christian, not too shabby. Yeah, they're going to need everybody there to to uh, With, help lift. Maybe them we can to bring Kirk Cousins heights. back. They're going to have to right. make, have gonna have to make it rain. Shirt. Oh. We get Lewerke on the other side in the Dollar Bay shirt. Be the battle of the Spartan quarterbacks. Hey, I'm, 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 <laughs> maybe maybe even Brian Hoyer still around yeah, somewhere. Bring Hoyer back. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, I did want to mention something. I know Jeff's going to be there. We're going to be there. It's yep. our main event this week on State Champs is Wednesday's a regional final between Ann Arbor Skyline and Novi. I can't wait. Uh, that surely should be a fascinating matchup considering I, what Novi did to Canton, yep. um, which was, uh, you know, and this is a win re- at the last second. I, I don't know if there was any controversy you know, around Tariq, it. I, I saw the replay. Tariq Woody uh, yeah. put it in at the buzzer, and it was it was, it was, it was a good it was second before the, okay. the horn sound. Yeah. But uh, obviously, tough loss for Kenton, another one of our Super Ten goes down. But Novi now playing hot, playing and, great. And Novi's playing as well as is Novi's playing as well as anybody. They don't they don't have a lot of depth, right? Um, but they got four guys that they can got four really guys ball that can really out. get it, yeah. and they all play different positions. And three of them are guards. And they all have length. how do they, they have match length. up with Skyline? I've, I mean, it's going to be phenomenal. You've got Trey, Trey Maddox, who's going to Oakland University. Then you've got on one side, and then you've got Brandon, Brandon Wade, who's going to Duquesne um, on the other for, for Skyline. I think that Trendon Hankerson is one of the those guys that's a little bit more under the radar, and he's gaining traction after an early season injury. Um, but he is he's really been the catalyst the to, catalyst to of, them coming back from yeah. the 1-6 and six start. Ankerson was battling ankle yep. issues the whole first month of the season, finally got healthy, and you know, he's kind of the motor. He's the engine for that team. Yep. Right, and, Tariq, and Tariq Woody in the paint, yeah. he's one of those guys where you need a big in Class A to win, right? and Novi definitely has that. We've, all, and this we've is a talked rematch. about Skyline not having. This is that. a rematch from the um, season opener that I was at, at Novi, Skyline. Right, uh, but came Novi into Novi. Yeah, uh, and, and and Skyline pretty much dominated that game. They right. ended up winning by 10 or 11. It was another one of those games that was you know 11, 12-point uh, margin the whole way. Yeah. But, yeah, like you said, this is a different team. Right. This is uh, Novi playing at a much higher clip. But Skyline and, coming in playing phenomenal yeah, as well. Yeah. A- everybody yeah. hit Rolling. all cylinders. As, the, the matchup to watch in this game, I think, is Tariq Woody and Deshaun Munson. Yeah. I, I think the, the the guy who kind of – you know, does he does a little bit more on the glass? Does a little bit more maybe on the defensive end, blocking shots. Not necessarily, you know, scoring fifteen twenty points, but doing the dirty work. I think whoever comes out in, on top of that matchup could end up deciding who wins this game. And Ammerman versus Miles, yep. Ryan Wade versus Trendon Hankerson. Yep. Obviously, yep. Brandon Wade versus Maddox. One thing in looking at the Woody matchup, I I think that if Nova is going to have to win, Woody's going to have to. He's not more athletic than Munson. Right. He, I mean, he, he's not going to be able to move around, but he's got to be able to use his size, realize, hey, you know what, I can play down in the post. If I can win this paint matchup, if I can win the semi-circle matchup, uh, you know, on the, on the, on the, down on the low block, you know, and, and, keep, and just all, all it takes is just a forearm, you know, to, to, for, to keep a lot of guys off the boards and yeah. stuff like that. Munson's yeah. a grinder. Munson's, yeah. you know, 6'5", yeah. and he plays 6'9". Yeah. Woody yeah. is 6'9". Yeah, so... But but what Woody's got to have to play, he's got to have to yeah. impose his size and take advantage of uh, what God gave him, right. as opposed to you know just 
hey, I'm going to shoot a jumper here. I'm not going to. I'm going to shoot a jumper. Hey, let the let the little fellows do that. And the Novi right. Wildcats have unfinished business. They, you know, they lost on a very controversial, uh, heartbreaking buzzer beater that probably shouldn't have counted if you had replay uh, last year against West Bloomfield. And uh, that you know, this basically this whole team is back. I think they lost yep. one guy from their rotation. Yes. But you know, that's you know, I talked to Coach Sanawi uh, a couple weeks ago, and he said, you know, there's no question that that game sits in our brains almost every practice, thinking we need to get back to that spot. We need to make amends for that. Uh, I mean, you well, know, and how huge is it to win one at the yeah. the other way, right? Uh, the yeah. buzzer, right. Yeah. you do it, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? What a lift. So, like, yeah, they're going to be coming in fired and it, up. And it was nothing, you know, it, it, it was. Where do the it, winners go? Uh, the winners from that. Skyline, game. the Skyline. Uh, played Belleville Wayne Belleville Memorial. Wayne Memorial. Oh, that's right. Yep, Skyline yeah. Novi. And that's going to be so. a heck of a quarterfinal. More, and it's going to be at uh, Callahan Hall. And, I you, would said, so. and you said Belleville yep. has just been sl- churning. Yeah, that should be a really good regional final between Belleville and Wayne. I'm really liking Belleville at this point. Yeah. Yeah, but, and then the the winner of whoever comes out of that quarterfinal ends up playing either East Lansing, Okemos, Muskegon, or West Ottawa. Yeah, for a right it, to, to play the final. Like it's, let's say this. It's good stuff. The 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 MHSA is going to be winning in the in the semifinals because you've just got too many good teams that are. I mean, if you've got UD Jesuit versus Clarkston, and then you've got mm. a host of other teams. You know, I mean, and no discount to Wayne Memorial, but I think the Belleville is going to make it through there. Hey. And then on the other one is kind of a toss up between Novi and Skyline. I'm going to go with Skyline. Yeah. But that when you've got Belleville and Skyline, I mean, you're talking about a, a, a coin flipper. Like, I mean, as well, as well as Belleville's playing. Yeah, um, so that would be the quarterfinal. That would be the quarterfinal. Right. And then Where the, would that be? Callahan? Callahan, yep. Nice. And then the, then they would, the semifinal would come out to be uh, Muskegon, West Ottawa, Okemos, mm-hmm. um, East Lansing. So, uh, Yeah, I wouldn't mind an East Lansing skyline semifinal. Oh man, yeah. I mean, it's gonna they, be. I mean, if you, it if you put yeah. it, if you put in Belleville, then you just got that many more Michigan State fans that are going to be there to see yeah. Gabe yeah. Brown. Right. Then you and also the got football fans that come to see Davion Williams. Yeah, or the football fans. That, if you do take it, there football right. fans yeah. coming out to see Elijah. And Collins, then you maybe get some right. Michigan fans that are going to come up and see East Lansing yeah, and Brandon, Brandon Johns. Johns. Yeah. You know, and then on the other side, you've got Foster Lawyer, and then you've got guys that are being recruited by Michigan State and Belleville. You got Belva Brown. So if you're going to any of the Class A semifinals or finals. You know, add an extra hour to your your plan because there's going to be some traffic getting into the park. Right, right. Make sure you, no reservations at the Harrison Roadhouse. <laughs> Class A are Fridays, right? Yes, yes. Friday. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. All right, guys. So uh, good stuff. That was uh, our kind of district wrap up, regional final preview, uh, hang time podcast. Yep. Uh, we'll get back. We'll have a, a Wednesday. Show we'll probably try and do something early right after the quarters yeah. and get it up Wednesday. Well, so, can I say one more thing yeah, real quick? Ahead. As yes, I'm, yes. I'm just no. uh, go ahead, man. Kind of looking over uh, in my head. Scott uh, Bernstein, the floor the, is yours. Uh, the, the small schools because you know I yes. went, to, I played small school basketball, yeah. so I'm kind of you know, I lean yeah. towards rooting for those guys. Yeah. So uh, we have a rematch right now uh, in the regional finals between Southwood Christian and Parkway Christian. Mm-hmm. Parkway played. It was a, one of the only Class D right. teams to play Southfield Christian down to the wire. To the wire. In the last yeah. couple, you know, the last maybe five years. Yeah. What they only outside win? Of, like a point uh, or two. Two. Yeah. two points. By uh, you know, um, it harkens back to 
four or five years ago when they took their one loss to a Class D team right. in the Josh Baker era, which was Inner City Baptist, they lost of, by one. I think so, of the Parkway Zerlon Tipton team. Yes, yes. Zerlon Tipton, one yeah. of the greatest names yeah. ever. Coach yes. Jim Barker. Top five. Right. Yeah, Coach Jim Barker was you know he's he's a Hall of Fame coach, and you know he kind yeah. of he put. Uh, uh, put Parkway Christian on the map, and now he's kind of pa- passed the baton over. I believe uh, Joe Cal uh, from Brother Rice is coaching oh. um, Parkway uh, Parkway Christian okay. right now. Um, Joe Kalzinski. So uh, it, I- I'm excited to see if Parkway can kind of um, manufacture that same kind of effort in the playoffs and, and give S- South of Christian a run for their money in that regional final. So that'll be interesting to see. Uh, South of Christian just rolled over Oakland Christian last uh, last, last night. night yeah. 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 yeah, that train is not stopping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, that is it. Again, you can uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook, and you can uh, like us there, comment there. We have been getting some inter- interesting comments. I love what the, the website comments on TJ are, are yeah. pretty yeah, funny. It, it is what it is. My yeah, buddies. Everyone, it's, yeah, it's too bad TJ doesn't know what he's talking about. It's not like he, he covers basketball for a living. Oh, I had. I was at the Clarkson it's, game uh, yesterday, and I had about uh, you know half a dozen people that came up to me and started giving me, uh, you know, get, they don't say specifically TJ, but they're yes. just like, oh, you state champs people don't give us enough credit. Right. You know, we we you know our our wins versus the Power Ten are yeah. are. Better than Skyline's win versus the Power Ten. We should be over Skyline, but that's that's should have lost to East English. But you know what? But that's what's great about <laughs> exactly. what we do. Should have you know lost to East English. And, and and as we stand right now, Skyline and Clarkson <laughs> could be on a collision course <laughs> yeah. in the state finals. Absolutely, which just would be you know it would hoop be heaven for yeah, us. Take the rankings so, out, throw them out the door. Okay, oh, if, there's, yeah. if there's something to have a chip on your shoulder, it's probably not being ranked number. Yeah, and two. I'm sure if you talk to Dan Fyfe yeah. or Foster Lawyer, they love where it. The, no, but I'm sure if you said where where you're ranked, uh-huh. if you're ranked number one. Your they rank would laugh number two. At you. They yeah. would just say, you know, we'll, we'll decide it on the floor. That's right. 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 Exactly. Foster, Foster doesn't trust anybody under yeah. five foot nine, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, that is it. We will see you guys next week.